Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. We're about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And this is The Rob Carson Show, and we are live and in person in Baltimore at WCBM. And we have a brand-new theme song uh, that Jim Gosson put together for us right here. Come on, people. About Rob Carson, what became of him? Yeah, he was selling cars. He's on the greatest station on the planet. Probably should have stayed doing that. Baltimore's WCBM. That's right. They've got Sean Casey and Bruce Elliott. Oh, come on now. Kim Klasik's on at 9 a.m. Kim Klasik, woo! Rob from 12 to 3, and then Sean Hannity. Baltimore's WCBM. The great one, Mark Levin, comes on at 7. Wow, this is like a commercial for WCB. People just can't get enough of him. Are we getting paid for this? Is somebody? It's the greatest station <laughs> in the nation. Baltimore's WCBM. They're on WCBM 680. Okay, all right, that was pretty good. It was pretty good. It's hard to rhyme Cincinnati, you know? I mean, Cincinnati has four syllables, which is more than most Democrats. That's a big word for Democrats, honestly. That is, that is brisk. I'm getting applause in the in the, uh, in the the studio row out there. They're not used to things like this. So anyway, uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to the staff and management of this radio station. It is so good to be back here, and not just because I work by myself in my house with three dogs. Well, now two, because one of them died. Not because of that. Not because I'm desperate for human contact. Uh, although, if, you know, Sean Casey, yeah, a little bit. But anyway, no. It is, it's so good to be here. It's so good to be back in a radio station, and it's so dang good back to be back in Baltimore. And I'll tell you why I love Baltimore. And, and by the way, one of the first stations I was allowed to be on the air was this one. In 2013, I got fired. <laughs> Big surprise. And Sean Casey had me on. It was July the 4th. I filled in July the 4th. That was back when Dan Bongino was filling in, before he got all sorts of money. You know. Anyway, so I, I filled in there. Got a wonderful reaction from the uh, audience. Uh, went to Kansas City. Started doing radio. Of course, you know, as radio, two years into a three-year deal, fired because it made too much money. Had to sell cars for a while. Got a national show. And, I mean, honestly, it is it means so much that this was the anchor station. Because this is great 
local radio. It is. And I tell you every day, guys, uh, and I'm not kissing up to anybody. I don't need to do that. But I'm going to tell you, I listen to the morning show every day. I listen to Kim Klasik. Uh, obviously, I'm in kind of, you know, into show prep mode. Don't hear as much as Kim. But I listen to that morning show, Sean and Bruce every morning, because they are plugged in. They do great local radio. They do it with a wink and a nod. Uh, and they and they uh, use humor and, and uh, fellowship. And it is great damn radio. And radio doesn't have an enough of that. That's why I'm trying to do it on the national <laughs> level to some degree. I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. But it is uh, an honor and a privilege to be here. It's so good to see people who I know, like Penny. Penny, you just kick ass. Penny is one of the best people. Love me some Penny. Uh, you know, there's so many people. Kristen, all you guys. It's just so good. Michelle, Michelle, my producer today, who, by the way, about the most fabulous-looking producer I've seen. I mean, she's got a leather little short jacket here. Stop it. And a little... Uh, and it really... I mean, honestly. So, Michelle is helping me out today, and she's already dealt with me because my computer isn't working and the audio isn't working. So, what I have to do now? What do we got to do? I got to talk. So, we're going to talk. And I would love to have you guys call in and be a part of the show, particularly if you're from Baltimore. Give us a call here because I, I want to hear from you. Uh, I love, you know, when I lived in Washington, D.C., I lived there for 13 years, and my heart was in Baltimore. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but my heart was in Baltimore. Baltimore, to me, okay, if you look at cities around the country, the twin cities, like they're twin cities, right? So Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. You'll discover uh, Kansas City, St. Louis. They're not really sister cities, but they do have the dynamic. So Kansas City, Dallas, Minneapolis, all progressive, all uh, more white collar, more liberal, blah, 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 um, although Dallas is not so bad. Uh, but then you've got St. Paul, you've got uh, St. Lou, and, uh, and, you have, um, and you have Baltimore. Blue collar, great food, great food. Great neighborhoods, ethnic neighborhoods, great, uh, uh, you know, you got your Catholics, you got your Protestants, you got your Jews, you got your Hispanics, you got your Irish, you got your Italian, the Italian, seriously, the food here, oh my God. And and that's what I love about Baltimore. I, you know, when I was in D.C., when I first started, they had an RFK stadium, which is terrible to watch baseball, and I went, I went to the last game there. And where I chose to go was Baltimore. I, go, I chose to go see the Orioles. And, and and I'll tell you, when my son was nine years old, he's Little League, fortunately, he didn't do a lot of extracurriculars in, in high school because that would have interfered in my schedule. So I thank God for that. Anyway, <laughs> but we would, every year in the summer, um, the Orioles would invite all of the Little League teams from around Maryland to come to the stadium. And maybe this is not uncommon. I don't recall the Nationals doing it. But my, I'd bring my son up, and he'd be wearing his ball uniform, and they allow the kids to walk around the warning track outside. And as they're walking around the warning track, the people in the stands would pretend to take pictures and act like they were really big deals. And it was really cool. It was it meant so much to me, uh, and and it, it was like a welcoming that I. It was just overwhelming. It was really cool. It was really cool. And and I'd come and I'd, I'd go to the Inner Harbor. I mean, countless times to the Inner Harbor. I know things have slipped. Fort McHenry. I mean, took everybody to Fort McHenry. You, you need to go to Fort McHenry. If you're here where Francis Scott Key sat in the harbor and looked at the flag, because at the end of the presentation at Fort McHenry, they play the national anthem, and you will cry. You will cry. It's one of the most beautiful things. My wife, 
My wife never cries, and she cried at Fort McHenry. And that's why I love Baltimore. That's why I love Baltimore. It's blue collar. It's it's awesome. It just has a really bad habit of electing idiots. That's the biggest problem. You've got a bunch of idiots in power in in Baltimore and Maryland and try to tell me, oh yeah, the elections are perfectly fine here. There's no Democrat machine harvesting votes here. Are you out of your mind? That's the frustrating thing because I know a lot of you are terribly frustrated by the morons in this town who have allowed now kids under 13, if they commit a heinous crime, they don't go to jail. Mom and Dan aren't kept. They don't. They don't keep. You know. You you if you can't drive your car downtown, you know. And in Washington D.C. Uh, on the hills of they're they're issuing or warnings for carjackings. What what the hell? Honestly, we are so ripe for this revolution, and it's not a it's not a. You know what the you know you, you know where we saw the revolution? We see it every time at a Trump rally, but we also saw it. Uh, at the mall with the largest celebration of Israel ever. Uh, There may have been another 20 years ago and wherever the heck, but this was the largest ever. And our president ignored it. And uh, they sent two tools down there, Chuck Schumer and Hakeem Jeffries, who, uh, you know, honestly, Chuck Schumer, it's like he'd sell out his mother. And and they got their sound bites, but that didn't matter. And, you know, they did the hands up like we're all unified. I mean, really, Chuck, really, Chuck. And then he goes back and calls us all Nazis. So, you know, but that that was a revolution, too, because the good people of America, the good people of Baltimore who are looking at this and going, dang it, I think we're done. I I know we're done with the nonsense. Last night in D.C., there were. Uh, protest police were pepper sprayed by these radical Marxist leftist anti-Semites. Now, don't let this fool you. These are the same people who were involved with the summer of 2020. They are the same people. It is obvious this is not an organic movement. This is a planned and paid for movement. And this time, we cannot let the summer of 2020 happen. We cannot let our police officers be injured in such a fashion again, and you and I are the ones who are going to have to stop it. And you and I are the ones who are going to have to find the people who are committing acts of violence and make them famous. And make them famous. Get their faces on the web. People are being fired. People are being fired. uh, Bankers and whatnot in New York tearing down pictures of, uh, of, uh, of children who've been kidnapped. They're being fired from their jobs. So, you know, we can do that. We can make them famous. We can outnumber them. If they attempt to attack us and sucker punch us, we need to greet them with 10 people who will sucker punch them. Because I'm done with it. I'm not going to let our country burn again. And we're not hearing anything from, you know, you realize last night, six police officers were injured. You know how many arrests there were last night? One. This government is not our friend. The people in charge of Washington, D.C. are not our friend or they would be out stopping this. They would stop this now. Jewish people are terrified right now. They are terrified right now. So uh, I'm glad to be back in Baltimore. I know that there are people here who want to lead Baltimore out of darkness. One of them, several of them on the air here. Uh, Kim Klasik, I believe she's going to be this powerhouse 
politico in the state, and and she will lead this town with great people uh, of her political ilk to turn it around. But it is a it's a treat to be here. It's a blessing to be here. I'm not sure which clock I'm looking at, but I think it's about break time. Michelle, where am I as far as the break is concerned? Should I? Four, three minutes? Three minutes? Mine says 17. I usually break a little bit earlier than that. Three more minutes. Three more, three more minutes. Okay, I'll do three more minutes. I apologize. We, I just ran and sat down. I just ran and it sat down. And, uh, and I've got a story. And we're going we're gonna, to um, obviously talk about the day's events and whatnot. Uh, but I've already got a story I want to share with you. Um, you know, I, this is all quite new to me. I, I became a syndicated talk show host at age 56. And uh, that was two years ago. And so all of this is uh, is new to me. I'm, a, I'm like a kid in a candy store, uh, you know, and and uh, and so when I do speeches and stuff, this is all new to me. And, and it, it means a lot to me to uh, to be to be at this point in my life. And I believe that I think we've all come together for this. I think we've all come together at this time to save the country. I do. I believe there's a reason why I wasn't a talk show host at age 37 nationally like Rush Limbaugh or Glenn Beck because I wasn't ready. And I also believe America wasn't ready. I'm not saying they're waiting for me. They're waiting for us. Maybe you, maybe you, and you're, you're sitting there, you're going, oh my God, maybe this is my time. Maybe there's something here. I feel something in me that is, it's here. I know I'm here for a reason. I know I'm here for a reason in this time of strife. And we can come together to do this. We really can. You feel it too. You do feel it. Don't discount it. You feel it. We can do it together. I can't do it. I'm a general. I'm a court jester. I'm a court jester. I'm not a general. All right? But I'll tell you, when we come together, we can turn this crap around. All right? So... A blessing to be in Baltimore. So glad to be here. Your phone calls coming up next. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. I am always up for a little audio slave. Rob Carson Show, broadcasting live from WCBM in Baltimore, our, our anchor station. And um, as I have said before, if you've listened to the show for a while, you may know, and, and um, whenever I travel, the best conversations I have are with the Uber drivers. It's just the way it is. Um, they're my peeps. They're my homies. Uh, they're the guys who work this as a part-time job to pay the rest of the bills, and I always find they're very interesting. And last night, I got to talking to a guy in the uh, in the uh, uber and he's like i'm not used to people talking to me from the airport and i said well i'm desperately lonely and i need conversation no, i said <laughs> i said listen if i'm going to be in the car with you for a half an hour let's talk and he's like i love this you know thick accent you know of course i'm figuring hey probably from wherever and i, I heard his name and i don't have it in front of me it's on my uber receipt and I didn't write it down because it was 11 o'clock at night in the back of an Uber. And I, I just asked him, I said, where are you from? He goes, well, I'm from Afghanistan. I said, okay, all right. I said, wow, man, I hope you're planning on a spring vacation because it's really nice there in April. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. But I said, I said, interesting. I said, I said um, how did you end up here? Well, I came over here to, you know, work, whatever. whatever. I said, what did you do? And he goes, I was a translator for the U.S. Army. I was an Afghanistan citizen. And I was a translator for the U.S. Army, and I would translate between the Afghanistan police and our military as we went and 
com, com, you know, did combat uh, uh, combat situations, uh, searches, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's a guy who sacrificed everything to serve the great Satan and to translate for our army, which I'm sure put a target on him. He gave up everything. He gave up everything to save us and to help us. And he left six years ago. And he came here with nothing. And he's got a brother here. And he's driving an Uber. You got anything in your life you're bitching about? Well, you probably should stop. Because, oh, geez. He speaks three languages. I know this. This is what I learned in a, in a car ride from the airport. Three language. Uh, Pashtu. He speaks the native language of Indi. I think it's called Indi, Indi, India, and another language uh, of Afghanistan and English. So, I mean, unbelievable. And I said, well, wasn't it dangerous? And he's like, oh, yeah. I said, why? He goes, because everywhere they go, there's RPGs, there's uh, roadside bombs, all of this. And that man's riding, <laughs> riding an Uber. You know, so the next time, if you're rude to an Uber driver, you might want to realize that they had a lot more stuff going on than you do, and this is what they're doing to pay the bills. It's pretty remarkable. I enjoyed the conversation. I think he was kind of like, he's like, well, I just, I never get asked any questions. Why are you talking to me? I said, because, and I've been, one of my best friends was a cab driver. I met him in Minneapolis. I met him in Minneapolis. He was a, he was a cab driver. And, uh, and, and so I always find the most interesting people are the seemingly most uh, least interesting. You know, you're thinking, oh, you met Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but he wasn't very interesting. Well, you met whoever. It wasn't very interesting, you know. But I met a, cat, a guy driving an Uber last night. This is what he's doing right now. This is how he makes a living. He's scraping by, and this inflation, it's got to be insane. But he's not driving over roads that may have <laughs> roadside bombs buried, and he's, and he's not being having RG, R, uh, you know, RPGs fired at him, and he's not having his, uh, you know, these uh, tal- Taliban members and whatnot know that he's working with the U.S. Army, so he's a target for an assassination. And I think that he is as patriotic and American as I've ever met, and he did it while he was in our Afghanistan. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's what I love. That's, these are the people that I love. I don't, I don't, I'm a Walmart shopper. You know, that's that's how I roll. And, and I'm not saying that I, you know, I've, I've dined with the best pla- places in the world. I've cooked the best meals. I, you know, I'm, I'm well educated and all that. But I, I would rather, I find people who aren't trying to get attention to be the most interesting people. <laughs> you know, they really are. They really are. So, um, how much time do we, I don't, I don't have a clock in here. Where are we as far as time? Will I, um, I, I apologize. Oh, 20. Okay, so about another 30 seconds. All right, we got uh, uh, phone calls ready to go, and uh, 800-922-6680 is the number. 800-922-6680. I'm in town tonight because we have a big appearance with Mr. Jim Gossett uh, on stage here in a uh, sold-out venue. And listen, nobody can sell out a venue that we don't charge for tickets faster than I can. There's nobody who can fill a place with free tickets better than I can. <laughs> But we had to we had to uh, have people register because there were so many people wanted to do it and wanted to be here. 
So uh, 800-922-6680. Uh, go ahead and, uh, and uh, give us a call. Get on the line. I know that we have a couple of folks on the line. I'm not going to go to them yet, Charlie and Alice, because I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, I know you got something to say. And, and uh, presumably, uh, people who have really nice things to say about me go to the first of the line. I'm just kidding. Uh, generally, I like people who disagree with me. So if you disagree, too, that's fine. But right now, we're talking about being here. We're talking about America. We're going to get into what happened in D.C. last night, which is unforgivable. We cannot let a summer of 2020 happen again. And I'll be God. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, you know, if uh, if we're going to let that happen again. And it's time that we stopped uh, behaving like a bunch of wusses. We've got ex-military, ex-cops. We've got people with combat experience in this country. We've got leaders, leaders around the country. We are better armed intellectually and physically, and we don't have to put up with this crap anymore, and we, we're not going to do it. All right? So... Uh, go ahead and call 800-922-6680. Again, uh, Charlie and uh, and Alice, you guys will be up next. As I get kind of settled in here, I'm a little out of sorts. I don't have dogs to let out during the break, so it's kind of weird. Anyway, this is the Rob Carson Show live from Balmer. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. I got to let God smack speak. This is the kind of music that I play when I work out and when I get motivated. And I'm motivated. <laughs> I'm motivated because I'm really tired of the bull crap. I'm really tired of this. We're not going to go through the summer 2020 again. Democrats want to do that. We don't have to. We don't have to do this. We don't have to be sheep again. We're not going to be sheep again. And, uh, and for those who want us to be sheep again, and, uh, and, and those who would go to Washington, D.C. last night, pro-Palestinian radicals clash with Metro Police outside DNC headquarters. I could give a crap about the DNC headquarters. You're the guys who did this. I don't even care. Evacuate your building. You're the guys who did it. You had no problem when St. John's Church was being born, burned down. You had no problem when, when Seattle was burning down. You had no problem with St. Louis burning down. You, you know, Ferguson. You had no problem with all of that. So as far as I'm concerned, a tough bleep said the kitty. As far as the DNC headquarters, evacuate it. Evacuate it. You did it. You started this. You deal with it. But I'm going to tell you what, if that comes to my hood, we're going to deal with it. 
You know that song, Try this, Try That in a Small Town? Yeah, the reason why it didn't play two years ago when he came up with it? Because they would have banned it. They would not have let it on the air. The federal government was involved in censoring our speech. That song was on the list. It would have never been played on the radio. It would have never been on, on social media. And Toby Keith, it was Toby Keith, right? It, he wouldn't have been played because they wouldn't have allowed it. They would have called it something. They would have said it has disinformation in it. But you know what? We're not doing it again. We're not doing it again. It's time for we the people. It's time for we the people. And I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let, if that crap comes to my town, I'm going down. I'm going down with my friends and we're going to defend our police. And I don't care because they're trying to do it again. And they got away with it last time and businesses were tortured and, and police were injured and killed and we're not going to let it happen. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I just this happening last night in D.C. It's astroturf crap bought and paid for, and it's time to give the children a spanking. And it's time to tell the leaders who are not doing, if you're not going to do anything, get the hell out of the way. There you go. Uh, let's go to uh, Charlie. He's been waiting for a while. Uh, Charlie, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. How you doing, my brother? Yeah, good, Rob. Pleasure to talk to you. You too. I was listening to you last week, and you mentioned the same type of stuff about we the people are going to have to deal with this. And you mentioned the first the first position or people that you mentioned were longshoremen. Yes. Well, that's what I am. All right. <laughs> so that's, actually, I'm at the Port of Baltimore right now. Nice. But anyway. Gotcha. We... We are going to have to deal with this. Yeah. Well, and, you know, our forefathers lost blood and treasure. They, a lot of them died penniless, in prison, all that. Yeah. That's, that was where their ends were. Yeah. And they were willing to do it to save or, or to, to break away from uh, England. Yeah. So, I mean... It's you know I'm 61 years old. Life mm-hmm. in prison doesn't sound that too, too uh, intimidating. To <laughs> well, me. you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> this is this is going to be a defensive uh, thing. Right. Uh, if they bring it to your hood, uh, we will we will defend. We will, and I think we need to defend our police. I think we because honestly, really, our our government is not doing anything. Joe Biden hasn't said anything about this today. Kamala Harris said, "Oh, they're just kids being kids." I'm like, uh, no. We had 300,000 people show up for the for the Israel state uh, on the mall, and you got these little punk asses. Sorry, that's just a word I'm going to use for them. Uh, pulling this nonsense. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with these spoiled children. We're better armed. They don't even know how to run, operate guns. They don't know how to fight. They don't know how to, they did, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to win a, a battle, an intellectual battle. They have no clue, and, they, and they're little uh, snowflakes. And honestly, you can blow them over. There you go. And then we don't have to put up with this anymore. We don't. We have to defend our businesses. Kyle Rittenhouse, they tried to demonize Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse was, a man asked him, he said, hey, I need you to help me there. My three businesses are under attack. They had already burned down at least one, and he was there to defend the other. And these idiots, who didn't know how to use guns, by the way, decided to go after him. And Kyle Rittenhouse, he defended himself, and he blew one guy's arm nearly off. They tried to sue Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know if that's been excused or not. And the other guy died. So we got to be there to defend one another. We can't just sit there and watch the, you know, all of these uh, people breaking out windows and stealing. It's over. That's got to end. 
It's got. It, it, we can't do this. We can't live in this anymore. Charlie, we're being denied life, liberty, in this pursuit of happiness. We, we are, and we're guaranteed it. And and we shouldn't have to live in this. Not by them. Not by them. No. Oh my God. Amen, brother. Thanks for the phone call. You know, we don't have to deal with this. We don't have to put up with this anymore. We have to become ungovernable. We have to say, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I am going to do everything I can to, I'm going to vote, I'm gonna, but I'm going to, if I'm needed, I will be there. I will be there to counter. Like you see those guys in, in uh, New Zealand, they had all these people, because again, it's, it's, just, it's, not, it's not organic. It's the same people. They did the same thing in 2020 all over the world. They want to do it again this year. And there are people now, like in, in New Zealand, these big old rugby players are coming out, and they're standing, they're pushing these punks off the stage, and they're doing the haka. And when you got the haka, the haka is, you better be ready for a battle, because if you bring it, we're going to take you down. Right. And that's what we need to do. Charlie, God bless you, bro. Thanks for doing what you do. All right? Take care. All right, bro. Don't drop any containers while you're out there, you know? <laughs> Let's go to uh, Alice in Cadenceville. Hello, Alice. How are you? Oh, my goodness, I'm doing great because you're here, and God bless, you're right. God bless Charlie. Oh, my gosh, and God bless you. I'm so glad you are back east here in oh. Maryland. So excited to see you this new evening. I cannot tell you. <laughs> me too, me too. I'm, I'm excited because, you know what, the message tonight is going to be optimism, humor, yeah. and we're going to make yeah. fun of these morons. You know, we've, we, yeah. here's the, we've got this amazing thing. It's called ridicule, yes. and they've been using it forever. And and the problem is they're not funny, the, you know. There's what they're defending is not funny, and and we can make fun of them because they're so absurd. And we're going to use ridicule. And if that doesn't work, we're gonna we're gonna defend the country. We're gonna defend uh, our business owners and our police. And if the if the government doesn't want to do it, then honestly, uh, I'm not encouraging anyone to do anything illegal. I'm saying we act in a defensive pa- posture and we. We make their protests. We take the wind out of their protests. Also, well, I'm really looking forward to it, Rob. You know, actually, I'm from Montgomery County, yeah. and, I, and I, I lived there for like my first 37 years. And I've lived out here now for about 22. And I live near Old Ellicott City, and it's so charming here. You have to come and have lunch. Anyway, but I think maybe Baltimore is tough enough to take on the woke. Oh. Cut out this nonsense, you know, people like Charlie, you know, we got to, you know, get rid of all this stuff that's been going on and get our country back yes. from, you know, get it back on track. I think I think we can do it. And you're helping us be brave and to do what we need to do to get us to be the greatest country on the planet. Period. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's ridiculous. Thanks for the phone call, Alice. We'll see you tonight. OK, um, you know, <sighs> We're in the middle of it, okay? If you think it's common, if you think, oh, yeah, it's No, we're in the middle of it. Do you think that southern border is open because Alejandro Mayorkas is uh, incompetent? No. Do you, do you think that they are bringing in illegals and setting them up and sending them across the country? Why do you, military-age males, setting them across the country? Do you think that's by accident? Are you out of your mind? You know why I think that they're setting us up? Because I'm not stupid. Please. And, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, hmm. See, this is what uh, Trump talks about when he talks about retribution. And everybody's like, oh, retribution, retribution. And that's why they're going after him, because they know that an ass-kicking is coming. That a, that a wholesale takedown of Washington, D.C., and all of this is coming. And listen, you know me two years ago. I was saying, do you hear the people saying? Do you hear the people saying? I said, we've got, we are in the midst of a new American revolution. 
except for you're the Minutemen and women. You are. You are. And uh, and I said, you've got to stay focused as the founders because they're distracting us in every way, shape, or form. You know what they're trying to do. They got, oh, you CRT and transgender, and they're not going to do this protest, and they're going to do this protest, and they're going to do this. They're going to turn this upside down. They're going to put men and, women in, men and women in sports, blah, 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 and all that. Focus of the founders. The only thing we need to be concerned about is saving the country. That's it. All of this other nonsense, you can battle it, but that's what they're, they're doing. It's a distraction. That is it. That is all. I want to go to Claude real quick in Arbutus before the break. Claude, welcome to the show. You're going to come tonight, right? Yeah, I want to thank you, Rob, for leaving me in there. I really appreciate it. I'm glad to be here, bro. Glad to be here. I can't wait to meet you. Yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome, I'm sure. And you'll see about 50%, no, about 20% less of me this time because I've lost about 50 pounds. <laughs> Are you going to have autograph pictures or anything? What? Autograph pictures? I might. Claude, uh, hold on. We'll, we'll get back to you. Let's, uh, I tell you what. Let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Mike, you hold on. Victor, you hold on. Mary, you hold on. And, I, and I've got a lot of things I want to get to. Uh, President G's uh, uh, Joe Biden butt kiss. It was an open house, by the way, in case you wanted to know why they cleaned up uh, San Francisco. It was an open house. That's what you do to your house when you're having an open house. And prospective buyers, although <laughs> Joe's already been bought and sold, but that's what they do. They, they make the place look good, and they bake chocolate chip cookies. That's what they did to San Francisco. Francisco. That's what they do in, in third world hellholes. They clean up and they, they they get rid of the rabble and they make it look nice like everything's cool. It's seriously third world. It, it's exactly what they do in Venezuela and Cuba and it's happening in our country with a greasy-haired fop named Gavin Newsom. We'll get to that on the other side of the break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Cheers. Nathaniel Radliff in the Night Sweats. Fantastic band. So I got a note from Tony. Tony at Carson's Creekside Restaurant in Baltimore. You know, I had no idea that I was so big that they would name a restaurant after me. That is fantastic. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, He says, my brother and I are going to try to make it out there tonight. If we can, you ought to come by. We'll buy you dinner. Carson's Restaurant. Carson's Creekside. I would love to, bro. Because before I leave, I got to have a pit beef sandwich or a crab cake. I'm honestly, I love me some Kansas City. You want barbecue? You, you know, go to Kansas City. People used to, people come to, when I lived in D.C., they'd come to my house or they'd, I'd meet them and they'd say, where's good barbecue? Where's the best barbecue in D.C.? You know what I tell them? My house. You know why? Because I know how to do it. Uh, and, and I started, you know, uh, cooking with, with smoke and fire years ago. But uh, Kansas City is great for barbecue. Baltimore is great for, what, Italian, particularly uh, crab cakes, pit beef sandwich, which is a cheap cut of meat that they make into a brilliant sandwich with some onion, maybe a little horseradish. That's all you need. That's all you need. Uh, so pro-Palestinian radicals clashed with Metro Police outside of DNC headquarters. Uh, will any of these uh, violent protesters be sent to the D.C. Gulag with, uh, for free, three years without prison, without trial? Oh, you didn't know that, did you? Because nobody's talking about it. Yeah, there is uh, a J6 prisoner, John Mellis. He didn't do anything uh, violent on January the 6th. He's the son of a Purple Heart Award recipient, held on charges that allege no injuries or harm, no property damage. He says, the treatment I have endured since my arrest has shaken my faith in humanity. He's a 34-year-old apprehended nearly two days, uh, two weeks, uh, I'm not sure when that was, two days after the, uh, after the January the 6th. He said, I was, uh, no, he was arrested on February the 16th, 2021. 
He says, as if I were an al-Qaeda terrorist. I've not seen my family's faces in almost two years. My father, Gennaro Mellis, died a few months ago after my arrest. I was denied bond, and still today he does not have a... Uh, they should be surrounding this freaking prison, and they should have pitchforks, and they should have torches, and they should be demanding, and they should block down the damn street, and they should have 5,000 people down there and shut down everything. This is... I told you... You got a uh, bourgeois, you got a proletariat, and you got a Bastille. Not going to end well for those in power. All right? Uh, we are the proletariat. The bourgeois lives in D.C., and they feast on foie gras, and you get the crumbs. And now we have a Bastille where a man is being, he, his father died. He hasn't seen his family two years. Are you out of your mind? Do you think this can continue? Do you, do you want to keep this going? Because it's only going to get worse. This is obscene. And I'm, I'm, I was triggered, stop it, by this. Police evacuate congressmen from violent pro-Hamas riot in, uh, on Capitol Hill. House buildings on lockdown. Fox News reporter Chad Pergram. All House buildings locked down. No exit or entry due to pro-Palestinian demonstration on Capitol Hill. No, it's an anti-Semitic. It's anti-Semitic. Who else was in that building? Who else was in that building? There were a lot of people in that building. Uh, Capitol Police uh, a shoving match, pro-Palestinian protesters calling for a ceasefire. Pepper sprayed the police, two uh, injured and, uh, and uh, no, six injured and only one arrest. So they're doing it to the police again. And we got to say, enough is enough. Let's go to uh, Mike. Mike in Baltimore. Hello, Mike. How are you, my friend? Welcome. Go right ahead. Do, how much time do we have, by the way? I think we might be coming up on a break. Four minutes? Okay, okay. Mike, welcome to the show. What's going on? Yeah, no, uh, I, man, I'm doing fine. I, I'm just, in that specific scenario, they tried to overthrow the government. I don't know what else did they think would come from it in that manner, though. We, we, what are you talking, who, who tried to throw over the government? What, 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 do you, what else do you think is going to happen? What do you mean, right? I'm not sure what the question is there, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, so, like, if, if you try to overthrow the government, uh, like, what do you expect that's going to come from that? They're going to try to try and prosecute. You mean the guys last night in D.C.? No, not that, that was a more of on a smaller scale, though. That's what I'm saying. It's a difference between that what happened out there versus the guy that you're trying to compare to. What are you talking about? You you commented on the gentleman that's in jail facing thirty. You what about him? What about him? Oh, you and think I'm, January six? You you believe all the propaganda bullcrap? What's propaganda about exactly uh, every that? damn thing about it, Mike? And if you if you if you don't even know January the sixth, the date, I'm not going to dignify your your phone call. I and I'll just you do not, Mike. You are completely unprepared. All you are is you say that oh, it's misinformation. If you think that that the, you know the, the January the sixth was you 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 know what? I've got reams of evidence, Mike. And and by the way, a congressman yesterday divulged in front of Congress and Chris Ray the vans of 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 FBI agents dressed like Trump supporters. Trump supporters are never violent. You know who are violent? The left. They're always violent, Mike. And this is all bullcrap. Mike, was there, why was there no damage to the inside of the building if there was a, 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 a violent takeover of the Capitol? Why was there no damage to the inside of the building? I, I actually was on the premises. Great, great. Why were there no guns if there was a violent takeover of the government? Why did nobody have any guns? If they had guns or not, they took over the Capitol by violence. Oh, no, they didn't. They were let in. 
Mike, if you were paying attention, they let people in the doors. There were people in jail. They got arrested for sta- going in to use the bathroom with their elderly parents. Mike, honestly, you've got to do a better job on show prep uh, if you're going to come to this show because I bury myself in it. And honestly, if you're just going to say, oh, misinformation, and do, 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 and I was there. Sure, you were there, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I was there. Oh, sure, yeah. Send me your cell phone video, Mike. Honestly, he didn't even know that other time when they threw the government. That time. Uh, what are you talking about, Mike? You know that day that those guys did it. Oh, really, Mike? What are you talking about? January the 6th? Yeah, that's it. Oh, really? You didn't know January the 6th? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, how much time do we have? One and a half. All right. Let's go to Victor in Silver Spring. Victor, you got about a minute. Go right ahead, brother. Always good to hear from you. What's going on? It's been a bad year for me. My fiance died. Oh, boy. She was the one that got me the ticket so I could see you a couple of years or so ago. Yeah? And Alice, um, call me tomorrow and let me know what happened since you're going going tonight. Um, I have a rhetorical question. Yes. Maybe it's a piece of comedy. I don't know. But let's say I decide to become a Palestinian or ISIS or Hezbollah, would I get into any trouble if I burned the rainbow flag? Uh, I kind of wonder. I, I don't think they would mess with you. Uh, you know, if you were if you were uh, a Palestinian, because you know the thing is, or 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 uh, uh, an Islamist, because the left knows they can get away with crap against Christians uh, and decent people, but they don't mess with uh, a radical Islam because radical Islam blows up stuff. That's the that's the difference. That's why they can you know burn uh, pro life centers and attack churches because they know that we won't punch back. Maybe it's time we punch back. All right, let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, hour number two with The Rob Carson Show is right ahead. We're broadcasting live from WCMM, CBM in Baltimore. A little chaotic, but we're going to have a great time. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Folks, it's happening. Newsmax Plus is here. Millions watch Newsmax for the best on cable news. Now, Newsmax is expanding with Newsmax Plus. It includes all of Newsmax's shows, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling, and a lot more. They're all on Newsmax Plus. And you get incredible analysis from Mike Huckabee, Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, and many others. No one covers President Trump like Newsmax. No one in the press asks the tough questions about Joe Biden like Newsmax. Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. So take a free test drive with Newsmax Plus. Just go online to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Sign up for a free trial. It takes just minutes. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com and get the special code and you can watch Newsmax Plus on our free app on your smartphone or on your home TV set. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. You should too. Do it today. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 